2: Learn more at marines.com
1: Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. Josh is here, fresh from
3: the Arsenal Express train... I could be fresher, given that we got back about two in the morning. Oh uh, Okay, and um, but I'm very much here. It was what what a brilliant night! I can't wait to Yo. start talking about it. Yep. second wonderful trip to Manchester this season. Oh yeah, it's could literally
1: it literally the day after the morning after the day after the night before. Because yeah, which we, is great is, as well. Because often in case in we do It's Tuesday,
3: and um, and we're doing this yeah. the day after. Often yeah. you know we've got a key game. We've got a key Champions League game next week as well. Absolutely, so we'll yeah. Back on Thursday next week. Yeah,
1: we're joined by Little Will. AFC to use his Twitter handle. It's
0: the only thing I've got. To William
1: I don't, I don't, William Sparks to give you your full name. Yes. What's your preferred? Uh, how do you when you know casual when you're strutting around Arsenal in your <laughs> in your Arsenal suit which you're wearing today a badge um, and tie? Um, how do you
0: like people to refer to you? The name badge I have. No, I haven't got. Oh, it on here we go. Or the lanyard refers to me as Will. Will. Okay. Will. Yeah, li- little Will, but William Sparks has a more more yeah. fishing if, veneer to it yeah. if you
3: meet someone socially like you're at Arsenal and someone introduces you how do you introduce yourself just Will yeah, hello, you're hello, you would hello, never I'm Will, go I'm little Will
0: hello I'm Will because Williams, let's be honest Williams Fox sounds far too pretentious for, for anyone I mean people go I really like your surname like, I, I, I'm not really I a fan of like, it. sounds more. like a mod singer's name <laughs> like yeah. 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 Maitland Niles or whatever the. Uh, that is the best name be. we've had in years it's Ainsley
1: Maitland Niles yeah, Ang- never Bill though
0: Bill, Never, Never Bill.
1: Never Billy. Okay. No. Never Billy. Okay. Never Billy Spot. Billy Spock sounds like a good pop song. That's singer. my
0: granddad's name, so like I can... Carton the
2: Unstoppable
1: Sex Machine. It does, does <laughs> it? That voice you're hearing right now is from Chaz Newkey Burden. How Welcome, Chaz. Thank you. Writer, journalist, runner, uh, biographer, uh, writer of controversial articles in 442 about <laughs> Alexis Sanchez. <laughs> yes. Etc.
2: Twitterer. Cheeky, All Twitterer. That Chaz, cheeky Twitterer. Very cheeky All that Chaz on Twitter, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, and, and, welcome And Chaz well, is called for the casual Arsenal yes. wear today uh, polo, Is that from the club shop?
2: It is It's, it's uh, from the tie shop <laughs> the t- Merchandise man The oh, tie shop Oh, my. the tie shop T-Y, Tie of
3: yes. Arsenal Fan TV fan, who I must say, last night when I was leaving the stadium, Mm. was getting mobbed like he was Thierry Omri outside. Like people were like he couldn't move for people wanting selfies with Ty. It It was was Ty's night. Just a world, yeah. Because I guess it was Ty's night because he has been the the defender on you know Arsenal fan TV and that you know incredible (laughs) crazy world they've now created of these so called super fans that have been put onto our YouTube channels and on our Twitter feeds whether we, whether we want to see them or not and uh, you know, credit to Ty but I, I just couldn't believe the way he was being mobbed I,
2: I love Ty and two things about Ty number one did you know that he waved off all the coaches at Alexandra Palace yesterday I saw someone tweet that and assumed yeah. it was
3: some sort of joke I didn't understand what does um, that mean that I he, think he,
2: he was presumably making his way up there another route but to show how he's committed because are you more committed than me are you more committed than me no we're not Ty <laughs> um, he, he wanted to sort of wave them off but the other thing I wanted to say about him I met him at Celeste Park the other week um, at the Palace match and it was quite funny because I was determined to have a photo taken because I think he's genuinely awesome and I don't mean like laughing at him I mean going along with him I think he's really cool and so I went and I had a picture taken with him and then I went back to where I was waiting for my friend who had the tickets and this guy came up to me who had his girlfriend on his arm and he was watching other people like you said having all their selfies with Ty like he was the superstar and this guy said to me what sort of twat would want a photo taken oh. with her? And his girlfriend knew that I had, and she was like elbowing him. Going <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: good. That's good. Nice um, guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's,
3: he's he's yeah I've seen him for years. He's been oh, around so. for ages. He's
2: for
1: been years. around for absolutely ages. This is his moment. Before yeah. we continue to talk about Ty <laughs> and yes. eventually get on to the um, the triumph against Manchester United, yes, uh, we've got a couple of announcements to make. The first is that we've teamed up with the brilliant hotel tonight the world's leading app for booking last-minute hotel rooms, to offer you, the Ask the Podcast listener, £15, €20, euro, or $25 off your, off your first booking. Pat, are there many Americans listening to the show? Probably there are. Maybe there are. I think
3: we do. I, I always notice do you? after we do a podcast that I get a few... Obviously, I always get a trickle of new followers. Yeah. You're all welcome to follow me at Josh oh, sorry. yeah. and often Americans. I think we've got. A huge, oh, okay, good. A huge of well,
1: Americans. those Americans, anyone else listening, can choose from an array of award-winning hotels around the world by downloading the free app from any app store by searching in quotes Hotel Tonight," or go to HotelTonight.com/slash now and enter Arsenal in the promo code box and book a hotel around the world. In three easy clicks.
3: Well, if only I'd have known it's about this <laughs> before booking the hotel for Monaco. That would have been, yeah, that's my point. Change because it, change it, pull out of whatever. Wherever well, you're staying, I, I deliberately and slightly regretted it after the first leg. Insisted we book the non-refundable. No, oh, um, you um, do. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. I was convinced there was no possible result that could happen well, that we would not go, and I maintain that there isn't. We, no. are, we are going. You could, um, but I might have used. Uh, I might have used.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, whether you're a business, a pleasure trip, or just going to see Arsenal in Monaco or our next away game, as it says here, you and your mates. If you and your mates fancy staying over in a top hotel for the weekend, it's a great. It's. Wait a minute. Sorry, let me do that again. If you and your mates fancy staying in a top hotel for the weekend, it is great, and you can get a room at the Charlotte Street Hotel. Like we did last week for less than half the normal price. Well, not we, not me and you, Josh. So, but so when we progress the champions
0: did. to the Champions League quarter final yeah. after three yeah. one in normal time, yeah. winning it on penalties. Yeah, you can go to sorry, what was it Charlotte Street Hotel. Well, when Here we when,
1: when this podcast goes on really late and um, we just want to kind of don't want to go home. Me and you, Josh, we can go to the Charlotte Hotel. Yes, There you go. They probably know you there. F- of course they, course they, they do. Of course
0: they do. Yeah. Um, well, so well, yeah. So maybe you're going
3: up to Newcastle. Would you, yeah. you ever do that? Will you ever stay stay over in a
2: hotel when you do the away games? Uh,
0: I've I haven't think- done it for a while. Actually, um, I don't think I've, I've heard Newcastle's probably the best one. To do what about it
2: what about Norwich? Well, do you ever stay at Linton Travel Tap?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're in the. Funny um, you say that because before the the last time last time I went to Norwich, um, I stayed in a hotel in a place called Toaster. Um, it's spelled T O W C E S T E R, but oh, it's yes, said one as, of them. said as Towcester. T- yeah, Towcester. Talc- I said I read it as Towcester. So I don't yeah. know you muppet. It's Toaster, yeah. right? So I stayed in Toaster. Yeah. Uh, actually, the night before Norwich, and it was for my best friend Ricky's wedding, and uh, the day after, Grant Holt sunk us with a, a one-nil feet, oh, yeah, yeah. and we uh, had like one shot on target. So okay. yeah, that was well, you bring Norwich up, that's actually yeah, the only fo- hotel football That's releases. enough
1: hotel chat. Absolutely. Um, and we also mention uh, before we start, that um, you can sign up and play the football pools, remember them? And get four games, absolutely yeah. free, by going to http, colon, slash, two slashes, bit.ly, slash, ask pools, ask pools is basically the key fact you need to know there. Which sounds... Yeah, frankly dubious, but that's that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Play there the it is. So, so, it. so, so it is. supported what last do? night. Were you watching? Yes. You watching Let's on BBC recover. One. I watched it on BBC One, so I had the experience. Well, Chaz and I. Chaz, you've been insane. Yeah. Uh, watching it on BBC One, where. Frankly, well, lots of interesting things actually about watching on TV. One is Roy Keane. Roy Keane. <gasps> Tonight he's on ITV, so he's like goes from flips literally from one night he's on BBC, one night he's on ITV. So, Ian Wright does both as well, so it's more it's and more. i of
3: a good freelancer. When more you're often
1: there, you get yeah. to see these guys. I like the fact that ITV and BBC are happy to have their people flitting around from one to the other. The other thing is the commentary was by, um, who was the uh, expert pundit? It was Danny Murphy. Danny Wasn't Murphy. Terrible.
2: Mm-hmm. He sounded like a sort of disinterested he, man. He was, in a draughts match. Well, not the rear got sent off. They were like, "Did no it idea? Yeah. Was it him? Was it him? Was it someone, was it someone yeah. else? Who got? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well that's all you're there <laughs> exactly. for to
1: know. Yeah. So the big embarrassment was in that incident. They literally had no idea what the f was going on. I don't know. Why I'm not swearing. But, yeah. Uh, that it was. It was really interesting. They both clueless. They didn't know who got booked. Didn't know what he grabbed I mean, the referee. All of that. Neither
3: did I. But I was in the far corner yeah, of the you're, stadium. you a mile away. There was that. You, you get that noise. It's one of those beautiful football noises when an opponent gets sent off. It's yeah. kind of this like... It's like nowhere near a goal, but it's more than getting a corner. It's somewhere yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah. And that noise went around. I was like, "We oh, must have got him. Must have got sent off." Yeah, yeah. And then it took a few seconds to yeah. see him trudging off very slowly. Is that why well, I like Danny Murphy? He was no good? No good. No. Like. The <laughs> other thing he did
1: yeah. after about five minutes, he was slagging off Özil. Yeah. And he, oh, what he said God. about him was something like, um, "I'm paraphrasing a bit." Was something like, um, "Oh yeah, you know, I've been really annoyed about how little Özil contributing recently." And you thought, "Well, in relation of little will." Well, no, but I just thought, well, last year, there was a period last year, we talked about this last year on the podcast, but recently, since he's been back from injury yeah. in the league, he's been good. I yeah, think if you're a general... have a go at him, don't yeah. focus on the last four right. weeks. The way he had a go <laughs> was just kind of we... not true, it was inaccurate, and it felt like the kind of thing that a pundit says when they watch one game yeah, every we... month or something. And... Can, we,
0: can we start with him, Urzil? Yeah, because Ozil, please. Urzil was such an instrumental footballer, and I believe a lot of football fans can't see it for reasons I, I, I don't know. Uh, but a lot, ma- mainly because a, a typical football fan wishes to see. This is why Alexis is so loved. And don't get me wrong, I love Alexis for many different reasons. Chaz but doesn't. Chaz doesn't. Chaz hates Alexis. Yeah. Which I'll come on, too. Don't worry. Yeah, we will. I love I love Alexis because he's a brilliant footballer and he's really he's injected mm. us with something different. Mm. But with Urzil, people want to see him busting a gut it's not how he operates how he operates is for our first goal from where I was sat it looked like he should just play there was a lot of space in front of him and I yeah. thought why aren't you driving into that space and having a shot you need have a bit of impetus he played it over to Chamberlain which instantly means the Man United defence switched their attention to Chamberlain yeah, which means Smalling comes across tracks Ozil and it leaves Monreal completely free over that side so with one pass and with one tiny little footstep Ozil's taken about two players out of the game and Monreal's there to finish it this is yeah. how he operates yeah yeah absolutely yeah. And it, 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 I wish people would see that side of his game mm. look I can even admit sometimes I see him in games and when he loses a ball he might not go straight to get it back and he might duck out of a few headers sometimes but you've, you've got to take that with a pinch of salt and say yeah. Ozil what Urzil does in the meantime is key to how yeah. Arsenal can get goals.
1: To be fair to the commentators, the commentators did kind of come up about towards the end. Actually, came up with a stat about how hard Urzil had worked recently and how many miles he's covered. And then to which Danny Murphy said, "Well, my criticism isn't that he's not working hard; it's that he's not actually producing enough great." And I kind—I mean, I know what he means by that, you know, not not every game, but certainly, you know, for his price tag et yeah. yeah. Josh,
3: I don't. Know, I think if you watch the last you know game since he's come back from his injury, you you think there's enough there. There's, yeah, I agree with that. To, yeah. uh, to, to certainly not be yeah. deserving of any criticism. Plenty of assists. Yeah. A yeah. no, couple Di- of goals. Distance assist. covered as well. He looks Statistics. a bit bulkier. Yeah. Someone was on the pod the other day saying he put on a stone. Yes. He yeah. He's buffed up. Yeah, He's really
1: buffed up. Bulked, I mean. bu- bulked and buffed up. Bulked. Yeah. yeah. He's much bulged, buffer bulged. than he is in the doll that I've got. Um, <laughs> yes. Sitting sitting in my room. I mean, where have you room. put the doll? It's right. I tell you where it is. It's i have got a little kind of pile of uh, box sets of like DVDs and Blu-rays like. I imagine you have lots. Superman. But <laughs> I've got a little area of all the box sets like big ones like every, every film after Hitchcock <laughs> ever made and you know things like that. And right next there is there's all sitting there. On that, on that display Is he happy if you like. with
3: his role In the team I think he's thrilled I think
1: he's absolutely thrilled yeah. Chaz wants his own uh, have you, have Well we've got, got, got a load of entries <laughs> That's oh, yeah. we should say yes. yeah,
3: Brilliant Thank you all so much For your, your yes. entries and We're going to put out On, the, on, on yeah, the Twitter we'll, we'll and Facebook tweet. Be in touch with all the winners Yeah, um, yeah some, uh, some interesting responses yeah. Yeah, To why Tottenham Play like doubles yeah uh, But what,
1: uh, before we go on to Like uh, me and Charles Watching it on TV yes. uh, Before we go on to The joy of the whole night Obviously sure. What was the experience like In terms of travelling there And the trains they put I'll tell on you what, all I of Pretty much, much
3: dinner I, You know We should be getting Something for this Because we're clearly Not short sure of doing A bit of publicity on, on this particular podcast But San Carlos My gosh I mean I don't know If you've ever been there Boyd Where? In, in Manchester There's a restaurant San Carlos A lot of the Man United oh, Players in go I've yeah, yeah, off yeah. I, You know i yeah. Went up with a couple of people And we said Right we've got time For pre-match dinner Because the Arsenal charter train That Will and I were on Got in at yeah. 5 o'clock We were like pick, pick up the charter We were like you know, and, and I must say Even when we got to Piccadilly It was a rammed Of Arsenal fans brilliant. Singing It's clearly like That thing where Trouble supporters go yeah, Oh the nearest pub will do The one in the train station Will <laughs> become our default. There's not like yeah. Any thought into it
1: And they wouldn't even Leave the train station
3: Well I think just They just went upstairs it. the train station Anyway so, so mm. Pre-match did it, Absolutely brilliant And then just Did they not in go straight To Canal Street
1: Sorry, sorry, carry on. <laughs> they didn't go straight to canal street no. no, no, fine,
3: okay in the in the stadium, just. I, like, I don't know where you were Will. I was in the normal seats at Old Trafford. Yes, yeah, same. But we had like, the whole East Upper, I think yeah. as it was, where you always used to like United fans. There was something brilliant about saying 9,000 gooners there. And like, it, I think you always think you're really loud when you're in and amongst the away fans. But from what everyone else has said, we, it came across on TV yeah. that yeah, the you, Arsenal yeah, fans were true. loud. And I saw Henry Winter, you know, tweeting at the end of the game, about, you know, brilliant away fans and, and that kind of thing. And that, mm. was, that was brilliant. But I was quite calm. All night Because you know As much as we've gone there And we spoke about it I think on the pod last week You fear Man United Because you fear What's happened Year after year after year And actually you got there And you saw them playing And you got You know what We might be alright tonight Because even at half time When they clearly hadn't He wanted to make changes Who are they bringing on During the game yeah. Carrick came on Didn't he came on Who came Jones. on at the back? Phil Jones came on You're like oh, Good players Sure But it's not like They've got Brilliant match winners They're about to, to Challenge us with um, but generally, yeah. there was just brilliant jubilation around, I
0: thought. I, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I agree with Josh in the sense that you always, when you're in the away end and you're singing your heart, you always feel like it'll come across on telly. Not always the case, but I got a lot of feedback that it did, and I'm really, oh, yeah. I'm really pleased because that's exactly what you want from an FA Cup tie. It was, I think, the, the joy that came out of that that win was 9,000 fans going up there, going, you know, we're the Arsenal, and yeah. we're here to beat Man United in the FA Cup, and this is like the old days, and this is how it should be again, because we've gone too long there without a win. I, I can't pick out many teams that have had, had a good record at Old Trafford consistently. Chelsea have probably got the best record, um, but... Oh, we definitely we, have we, the worst of any major team, not we? Of any major team, I mean, any major team but, yeah. you know... I, we we just simply don't have a good record there, and mm. it's horrible because that's all. That's the first thing at the back of your mind, and possibly at the mm. players' mind as well. And well, it's it, interesting because it it's
1: interesting what you're saying about how that you were very comfortable, and you were. I mean, I was a nervous wreck. I don't know about you, Charles. What's you on no TV people around me? Were oh my god! First oh, of all, just, Chesney. Oh yeah. oh, can we just address specific uh,
3: issue? He can't help himself. He was. Oh he my was.
1: Gosh. I don't want to see him ever again in the team. I I'm, 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 sounds a bit harsh, but he doesn't instill maybe confidence. It, he didn't instill confidence maybe a watching bit, it.
0: A bit hard. I, I, I think he's an infinitely better goalkeeper than Ospina infinitely yeah honest, Do you? honestly Based I, on what? I feel very very shaky when Ospina's in goal I think I, I, I feel I much think, shakier when I think Chesney is so it fills me with confidence that he's confident in his own ability and I think he has a lot of ability i I was the thing I get with Chesney is we say, give him a bit of time out of the team and it will let him settle. We can't keep doing that, we can't keep giving him every 18 months dropping him for another goalkeeper because it happened with Fabianski in the run-up um, I think Chesney injured maybe injured himself in the game against Bayern Munich or Fabianski came in against Bayern Munich in the Champions League we can't keep dropping him if Chesney wants to be number one it's a bit like the Benton theory he has ability yeah. but he needs to get his head down and work for his place in the team because but, I, hmm. I, I do see it with Chesney and Maybe some people don't because he's a bit erratic. He can eradicate that, that from his game because he's got time on his hands. But, but he only gets
1: dropped when he goes through a period of being a bit shit, doesn't he? I mean, in my opinion, Chad, That's
0: my problem, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, That's my problem, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah no, I far, I far do
2: prefer Ospina. But I feel a little bit wobbly both of them, to be honest. But I see Chesney, there's this debate about whether he's confident or not. And a lot of people say he has too much confidence. I think he has a sort of what I'd call a sort of Robbie Williams confidence, <laughs> i.e. this enormous sort of veneer of confidence yeah. masking a hugely neurotic person. And I'm not criticising him for being neurotic. It's just some of us yeah. are open about it, like me. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think that's what he is. And that's not, that's, none of that's a crime. But I just think with Ospina... Despite the fact that he has no neck, which always freaks me out when I'm mm. at matches, but mm-hmm. he's he's kind of a much Yeah, he's much more confident and I think the back four feel more confident when yeah, he's yeah, I think there. So. And that's obviously key.
1: Yeah, I think they look jittery. Well there right were from moments the moments last night yeah. where
3: I thought the Man United players were, were really pressurising Meta Saka to because they felt he was a bit nervous on the ball and he kept giving the pass backs and they kind of felt eventually yeah. that something could come from this and there were some poor kickouts and it was that moment where in the first half Chesney, you know, danced around Rooney and you just thought, yeah. is this the time? But I don't. I, I think there's no changing him. I think that's what, what you're going to get with him. I just think he is this kind of, you know, whether he is kind of self-confident or whether it's masking, as you say, Chesney, I don't know, but I can't see him changing that style. He is going to take the extra touch. No, I, he is going to be there back. He is going to try and, you know, be I, a bit... I hope
0: he does change it because... I don't see I, it. I, I, I hope he do because I, I see something in in him as a really good goalkeeper I mean the, the first season he came in in the full run of the team in 11-12 he was, he was immaculate I thought he was really good at that age and unfortunately but- he's had a
3: don't you feel yeah. it would have been stamped out of him by now? That that yeah, kind of behaviour, yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah, like he's not. Yeah. It's not like his first season.
1: No, I, I, he's doing season. the same kind of thing. He's. he's yeah, I totally. Agree he's with consistent that. Think, in yeah, these. The kind neurosis. Of, the, I like yeah. the neurosis. Um, uh, <laughs> I was going to say allegation, but that's not fair, is it? Um, it's, it sounds like the Cruyff, the description.
0: Cruyff, the Croy turn. <laughs> Not the croy turn, you know, where he, he fake shot. Rooney was coming up to him yeah. and he fake shot. Just don't do it. Like, honestly, it, yeah. it scares the fans and it probably doesn't instill yeah. confidence in your defence to know that you're dicking around with a ball for the odds of, and Wayne, Wayne Rooney's there, you know. But
1: all of that is, I think, is to, to, show, to show this, put on this face of being cocky yeah. kind yeah. of bravado. Hiding the fact that when it comes down to it, it just sometimes just doesn't make saves that you should be making as well. You know, I, I'd much rather see Ospina in there. I was, as as Ospina was wasn't fair. even on the bench, wasn't it? Was that, that was just like Maybe you giving the off. Yeah, yeah. fine. Maybe. I think Ospina's number one. Anyway, generally though, here's my question. Obviously, we're thrilled. Yeah. A- absolutely amazing for every, every reason, every obvious reason. But when it comes down to it, was that result in the cold light of day down to how good we were, or was it to how shit they were?
3: Well, it's one of the perennial both, isn't it? That's the, that's the answer. Because I thought we were really good. I actually thought United were okay first half. Yeah. I yeah. thought, you know, well, Roy one, one was, was Roy King thought fair. they were better than we
1: were in the first half on TV. Roy King, King thought we were, they? they were better than we were. Yeah,
3: yeah I, thought, I thought it was pretty even first pretty half. Even. And I thought second half, Arsenal just did a, a great job of being efficient with the ball. They, they got out wide. I thought we had a couple of chances before we got the goal where Sanchez got an dangerous opportunity even had a chance to kill the game probably twice when Cazorla you know forced an incredible save from De Gea and then right at the end somehow they you know they did get the shot away eventually with, with Sanchez and it was saved um, United though for the last 20-25 minutes I, I just cannot remember going to Old Trafford and just feeling I, I say I felt comfortable I, Maybe well, after, kept,
1: after they but just because it off.
3: seemed no before then even, right. it still seemed the general idea was whoever had the ball amongst the back four was just clipping it into Fellaini, who was very good at chesting it down and getting his head on it. But that kind of seemed it. They weren't yeah. getting behind in behind loads of times. I think Di Maria had probably their best chance, maybe the second half, oh, Smalling, but it you know flew off his knee. Di Maria got in once and dragged it wide, and apart yeah. from that, you know I don't know if you look back through previous Manchester United Arsenal. Ties, but we probably limited them to the fewest amount of good opportunities we have in mm. absolute years. And is that you know it's got to be credit to, to Arsenal and also a weakness of Man United. Mm. But just how many I don't know how many world class players they've got there at that club at the moment. How many of their players would really want in our side? I'd probably have the goalkeeper, De Gea. I'd probably have Rooney, the well, Maria th- on his day. But that's it. But well, they've got and underperforming. Something where we only want three yeah. of their under players four. now. It's under They've got
1: under underperforming superstars. I mean, Dean Maria had one of his better games for them, but. um we still wasn't. What did you think, Chaz? Of the, ing- they had fifty nine percent of the ball. Yeah, right, that's, 41%. Fine. that's interesting. I, th- I
2: think fine. where I, I was most impressed with us actually was our response to the Rooney goal because it was a very fast equaliser. Of course, that lifts the home crowd. It was a very, very good goal, the Rooney, mm. Rooney goal. You know, it's a pretty mm. classic sort of move and strike. And you know, the I just think the us of the last five or six years would have then. The heads would have gone down and all that, and they didn't. Well, they obviously didn't because we won, but they didn't seem to go down. They seemed to sort of weather that storm, and that's what we're sort of starting to see now. as some sort of mental strength in the team in these away matches, because there's never been any doubt over the last say two years and even before about the talent within our our squad. But there's been this mental this mental weakness, and this tendency to always concede in these, you know, these horrible thrashings we've had to concede in the first five minutes. So that's all gone. When Rooney equalised, we still didn't drop our heads. Um, and I do think that the referee did play a big part. Yes. Under, United, under Ferguson, United just were the world champions of intimidating referees. And I don't say that entirely critically. Part of me wishes that, that uh, Wenger would uh, intimidate referees more. Um, and then part of me is pleased that we're classier than Ferguson and Mourinho teams but last night they met their match and I have to say there was even a couple of the decisions I think it was one in the second half for penalty or something where even I watching it thought actually that was and yeah. you watch the re- replay and it wasn't but they were almost piling it on and he was giving so many decisions against them. they were almost testing him by just constantly mm. diving like he's eventually going to give one back which referees always do and he didn't
1: and they were doing stuff, sorry, they were doing stuff as well like trying to get um thing he sent off as well and Bellerin, you know, when Bellerin... Well, was
3: he, and that was a great sub by Wenger. Just yeah, it was. To just go, you know what, even if he does a... Well... A slightly bad challenge, he is off. Like he was He was on the orange light.
1: Yeah, ab- I mean, uh, yeah. for me it was an absolutely necessary, blatantly obvious thing to do. Would have been yeah. outrageous if he hadn't substituted him? Yeah. Like, Well, that's all I'd say. Thank yeah, God he enough. did. Yeah. But that was like, but but, but they, they were surrounding the referee every time all those, particularly they were trying to get him sent off, basically, and, and, the, and the referee stood tall. And it's like that wasn't a bookable Look, foul, the second one. That everyone maybe
3: we're, we're looking with rose-tinted glasses, but it does feel like, you know, you went to Old Trafford, and you expected the kind of decisions. I think you were talking about maybe the Yanazai incident where he went down. Yes. And even, I mean, look again, we are as far away as anyone in the opposite corner. But as soon as the whistle went, I went, I've oh, I've been man. here before. Yeah, yeah. Like penalty.
1: Isn't it terrifying though, Will, to think that if the referee had been basically a normal referee, A, they would've probably would have got a, at least a penalty. Bellerin probably would have been sent off. Yeah. They'd think he definitely wouldn't have been sent off. Di Maria, because there's not. Ma- I don't think there's many referees who would have taken that decision. Even oh, even they with him ba- being touched, are
3: they? but that's, the, that's, but the booking for the
1: diving, and then
3: mm. I agree. I, I don't know if he needed booking
1: for it. it Can not yeah. be a free kick because he did get touched a bit. So he, he did get touched, that. but I don't. Know he if flung himself booking down. Booking probably is a- I, I just think in the end the the most likely thing That would have happened if the, all of those referees it was probably they would have, they may well have beaten us. I'm think, just saying. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not trying to okay. do down, it's not me trying to do down Wenger Arsenal. I just think actually, it was so important, the referee. I remember,
0: I remember for a, for a, period of time, Howard Webb is, was viewed as the, the best yes. ref in the league because he represented us at uh, international tournaments and he did all the big games, the FA Cup final a couple of times. And there was like a, a general consensus like, yeah, Webb's the best ref. I think a few of the journalists are either trying to start a bandwagon or actually just rationally saying Michael Oliver hmm. is one of the best referees in the league now because officiating this season is something that's come under so much scrutiny. Every week You know, we can go, oh, what is it this week that someone's done? How can you not give that? Just looking at your telly, like with your arm out, as I'm gesturing. Yeah. Now, um, Michael Oliver seems to like be taking up that mantle, mm. and I was—I um, actually lost it with Michael Oliver in the first half because I've got this thing at, at matches. If I'm watching, well, now if it's United Stoke, or well, yeah, United or Stoke, because one player who does exactly what Fellaini does is Crouch. Crouch will get away with so much in a game mm. because he's tall and he's lanky and he's cl- he looks clumsy. They manhandle players game all game, mm. and I just wish after one or two fouls, Michael Oliver would have just gone and go booked him. Oh, yeah. say, you can't do it because yeah. Fellaini is so blatant. Yeah. Oh,
1: there were a lot of people complaining that people Fellaini. go look at Fellaini yeah. holding it up that and was, flicking it on, only because yeah.
0: he's manhandling the person behind yeah. him. I and think Coquelin went up for every ball with Fellaini, and yeah. whether he would come off, you know, black or blue. Cockland yeah. did really well. I think even
1: Danny Murphy at one point said that Fellaini should have been booked. Have you know, Danny Murphy um, saying it, I mean, come yeah, on, you
0: know. Yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. But did you do you think this is? I mean, on top of the Man City <coughs> triumph and now this triumph, we are? Are we actually now? I mean, obviously, you're massively pro Wenger <laughs> uh, anyway. But do you think we're kind of are actually starting to? turn a corner, yeah. a very significant corner in terms of facing these big teams. And yeah, I think
2: we're getting a mental, a mental strength, maybe, you know, even... You're, you're
1: using mental strength more than Wenger yeah. in the post, You're, you're but also,
2: yeah, a little bit. But also, you know, look at, look at, remember Chelsea earlier the season when we lost there and Chambers had got booked and he left Chambers on. And then, you know, yeah. he was just getting, obviously, absolutely torn to pieces because he couldn't uh, touch people. So I think you're right that we shouldn't over-praise, um, over-praise Wenger for the substitution last night because it was what one would hope for, but it was done so quickly and decisively, and he is a bit odd about subs, even I'd say that. Yeah, um, like
1: taking like Ox going off and bringing on, um, and, and Theo literally getting stripped you know, off.
2: What, what happened there? What is, I'm writing a thing about Theo this <laughs> oh, week. Oh, good. Like, what is going on, What then? is so going like, on? you got this man yeah. who's due, I know testimonials are not a big deal anymore, but he's due a testimonial next year, and yet he almost feels like he's just arrived. Like we're still waiting for the, cause yeah. partly because he's so fresh-faced, we're still waiting for him to kind of Make his mark. Well, you're not often in that position where the players do a testimonial, but what was that about that? uh, He obviously got told to... Prepared to come on, and then yeah, then no, and then and, and it
1: was you know it's quite a, it's quite a straightforward substitution, isn't it? You just literally go on in exactly the same position. Oh. Instead, you had to rearrange things to get Ramsey on.
0: I was really pleased Ramsey came on. Actually, I thought Ramsey gives you so much more in that fiction than Walcott does in terms of work rate and shape. And mm. uh, but I, but equally, I found it weird, really weird, how Walcott because to me, I was looking over it looked like Walcott was all prepared to come on. Yeah, then he maybe did he chuck his jacket or yeah, you know, I, he, we
1: kind of. Well, on TV, all you all you saw was him. He definitely didn't look happy. I mean, put it that. Yeah, way, the, yeah, yeah, we'll put it that way. He didn't yeah.
0: look happy that
3: he was. Uh, well, he wouldn't be. I would he? <laughs> you know, okay, if, fair enough. Coming back from injury really slowly, and they, you know, slowly, you know, try and get back into the team. And ten minutes here, ten minutes there. But you know, long gone now. Like now is the time he he should be back fully first, ready to yeah. play ninety minutes, yeah. whatever it is. And he's clearly not in. You know what what the manager thinks is his best eleven, and the fact that he hasn't come on in quite a few of the recent games. I think as a sign, but he's got to play Yeah, I think you're he has to give summer. him game
2: sure I, I, th- summer, I yeah. think he might go He's got one year left after the year and I'm, I think sorry, wants him out. I'm sorry, I'm so really sorry Boyd I'm sorry, I'm really sorry I love him so I much, much I think but he's got, he's think got something going.
3: that not, like, that brings something almost unique In terms of you know ability to that squad I, I hate the idea of him leaving It's one thing with Podolski. I think we grew up and uh, maybe we're ready to move on. But with Theo, you just feel there's got to be a game for him somewhere soon. It feels like one of those stories you'll hear later down the line when it'll be like, he took me to the side and he said, Look, I'm not quite ready, but I, I've got a game for you. Mm. And that's why when I think on last week's pod, I just assumed that would kind of be last night because it seemed to be a fair one. Mm-hmm. Because what is that man management at, about at the moment then? Because what can he be telling him? Cause mm. He's been back three months now, came back mid-December. What is he telling him that he can't be persuading him that he does really believe that he's got what it takes to be in his you know first 11 or first 14, for God's sake, at the moment, mm. given what you know? And also, he plays in that position where we've got players that you'd be really easy to you think slip him into a team yeah. lineup or move him in for the last 15, 20 minutes. So, I well, worry. Someone, maybe, maybe Monaco. Maybe Monaco, if maybe. we're looking <laughs> we keep to be really saying quick. That, yeah. But no, one, someone, I, maybe let's go. I'll go with that uh, someone t- Someone Three. told me
1: down the other day who has a kind of. So, I won't know. So but someone who who talks to people within Arsenal said to me other because I was asking him about Theo and I was like, "What's happening? Is he being frozen out? What's Venga?" the like, the question, what is Wenger saying to him? Mm. And this person said to me, "What Wenger does in this kind of situation when he he just doesn't say anything." Yeah. So basically, poor Theo sitting there and Wenger doesn't like confrontation about mm. this kind of thing. So he's not really explaining to him why he's just not giving him a go. And it's I think it is really weird. I just think it's bizarre. And I, you know, I'm not, you know, bizarre. I don't want to pick out individual. Moments where he should have been coming on, or but he, you know, he's got to be given a chance in the next couple of games, anyway. Yeah. Let's not get stuck at stuck, let's not get mired down in Theo chat. We're still, it's still a hugely significant I result. think it's a hugely significant
3: think, result. And I think what it is interesting is, does it give you the belief about I know we've got West Ham at the weekend, but there's a massive game against Monaco next week, and I think. We've all spoken about how you know the bookies have made us seven to one, and we have to be realistic. We have to go there and score three goals. And given how few goals they concede, it would be a, it would be a massive shock if we can turn it around. But doing what we did last night, yeah, it's got to give that team belief they can go. They could have easily scored three or four last night, at Old Trafford. And if you can go there and get that sort of confidence, mm-hmm. get that level of performance again, well, I might not.
1: I'm not the first person to suggest this, but I do think it's probably going to happen that we will end up going there and winning like 2-0. And you know, yeah. And that and, third and goal will be such a yeah, killer and that it'll we
2: see it. your FFS Giroud tweet for the 90th minute now, yeah. because yes. that's what's yes. going yes. so to happen. it'll be like Nicholas Bentner, that moment against Barcelona,
3: <laughs> <laughs> when we were yeah. so near, it, so I had that chance in the last minute. Yeah, it's
1: I, Do you know what? Can I just say this as well? I'd love to see Welbeck up front again instead of Giroud. I'm mm-hmm. now fully preferring Welbeck to Giroud. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. I think it depends on the game. No. I think, I, I, I think I, you know... objective. subjective. I'm, well, I know uh, Giroud's scored a lot of goals since it's come back. I think when it comes down to it in the big games, I don't think Welbeck is ever, ever going to let you down. Even, and I, you know, all right, he may not be... I'd, who knows if he's as natural goal scorer. People say he's not as, as Giroud. Fine. But actually, what he gives us, with all the players around him, with all our skillful, creative players around him, I just prefer that that option. That's me. I, th-
2: I think we've almost got two sort of attacking systems now. Where I think yeah. Giroud and Ramsey, for instance, play well together, and perhaps um, Sanchez and Welbeck to Yeah, you know, I remember. Uh, I think it was around two thousand two. We almost had two striking uh, setups. We had uh, Henry and Burkamp and then Wiltoard and someone else. And you know, he just played different ones in different games. But um, oops, but he, um, I'm all for. Uh, I'm all for Welbeck getting plenty of games. I thought that you know, I think he's got a very I think he's got an enormous character, actually. Yeah. A really big yeah. character. Yeah. And I think that's I think it. Now's that's character. his moment. Yeah. And we've I spent think, money on him. We're yeah. paying him, yeah. goodness knows, good luck to him, yeah. how much a week. If we're not going to start playing him yeah. after last night... yeah, I right. think Giroud has
1: deep character flaws. And, and if we can,
2: no, I'm, I'm going to defend Giroud. I mean, I know last week I was big on saying
3: that he's not world-class and he's not world-class, he's very good. I think there'll be games... like The way he was able to come on and be a bit more of a target man... Last night really held the ball up for that twenty minutes. There I are think, games where you need that more than you need what Danny Welbeck offers you. I think I don't think it's automatic that you. I think I'm sure Giroud will be back in the team on Saturday up front. Yeah, mm. I, I'd say, I think I, I, he probably will. But
0: I say this, saying this to a friend. I think people in fo- football fans love being black and either black or white, just completely absolute. It has to be one or the other. And with Welbeck and Giroud, I like, I like what they bring in different ways. And I think each game you have to plan carefully about which one you're going to play. And that brings me on to the left-back situation as well, because I thought Monreal was our best player last night. Yeah, and I think good, Monreal yeah. is someone who last season was looked at a bit, hang on, he's quite thin, he's uh, under <laughs> six foot, yeah. uh, he's not majorly quick, and he gets beaten by you know, fairly mediocre wingers. His performances this season have warranted the the, the shirt more than Gibbs. Mm. And that's not to say I don't like Gibbs, because I like Gibbs mm. as well. I think they both bring a lot. But yeah. I thought Monreal was brilliant yeah. last night. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, and he gave Dean Maria a really Alexis was time. good, wasn't he, Chaz? Have you, got any, <laughs> uh, what, any,
2: uh, have you been won team. over to the, the, to the Alexis uh, camp thought, yet? Yeah, no, well, I thought they were all, all good last night. On Alexis, yeah. it's funny. It's almost like going the other way. I felt like when I... Um, what Boys Were Friends, and if anyone doesn't know, is I wrote an article in December... Sort of uh, critiquing um, the fact that obviously Alexis had brought a lot to the team, but had also taken a lot away from the team last season, which was a very selfless team unit, and that he mm. had this kind of selfish side, and that all the players were playing the ball into him, and that he couldn't do it all alone. And so we should discourage this sort of one team thing and one man team thing. And he has changed that. But funnily enough, I now sit at matches and I hear people saying. What I was saying, and I'm yeah. No, I you're right. Yeah, he's such are, yeah. an there's admirable a little movement. Guy.
1: Yeah, there's a little movement who thinks he's detract- uh, detracting from hmm. us rather than. But I think even that's not true now because I, I can see that for a bit. He went. Yeah, I mean, true. a I think he was overplayed. Yeah. I said this last week, but you know, he was never giving, Didn't have a break. Still hardly had a break. So even he was getting kind of worn out by his ludicrous work rate, and they were all giving it to. Him. But now I think with Özil back in the team, hmm. and him, and you know you know, whoever it is, Welbeck or hopefully, you know, the Ops, like that, that set up last night, they weren't all giving it to him, he still had moment, great moments, yeah. you know.
2: I mean, I, I still think Wenger hasn't quite worked out, Yeah, he's got all these, I called them cravats on a previous podcast where we're talking about Wenger yeah. in the transfer window, he buys cravats when he needs to buy out. Yes, yes, these small attack, you know, he's got so many of them now, when you list them all, oh, it's incredible, Ox, Theo, etc, yeah. etc. And I still think he doesn't quite know, and I'm not criticising for this, I still think Wenger doesn't quite know oh, what go on, that, best, go on. that best uh, <laughs> system... I mean, he can't do up his zip. i say that for him. Definitely not. Um, mm-hmm. No, he definitely still doesn't he know what his best is. And no. when he does, no. God help the opposition, because the t- you know, if he can really crack that, we will be, mm. attacking-wise, mm. you know arguably become, the best
3: in Europe. He's become quite consistent in terms of the team we're going to play at the moment. Well, well I think he's
1: become too consistent. I think he's, he's, he's become slightly averse... To rotating, you know, certainly, you know, the team and sticking with a certain way of playing that. But I still think he doesn't. I don't think that's because he thinks that's next, absolutely the best lineup. Mm. I just think he thinks he's going to stick with what works if it works. Do you know what I mean? That's, I think that's how his mind works now, well, which I mean, is one he... of the reasons why I have an issue with him, because I just don't. I think he's not brave enough and bold enough sometimes to just go, well, right, sort, sort this change, is the best team.
3: What sort of changes would you make at the moment?
1: Um, oh, I'd definitely rest Kozola more often than he's rested. Mm. You know, Kozola had a brilliant season. You know, absolutely things, but there's still games where he gives the ball away far too often. He's quite, you know, for good, really, really good defenders and defensive midfielders, they can get the ball off him quite easily.
3: You know, I, you know I'd rest. Um, Difficult, isn't it? Because every game at the moment, you feel is yeah. like, must win, or you know, you don't want to fall out of that race for the top four. Yeah, but I, d- I think resting Kozul and
1: bringing in, I don't know whether it's Theo or whoever, doesn't mean we're going to lose. I don't think that's. Well, means well, gonna you gonna lose. never
3: know on Saturday because he might have viewed that game against Monaco. Is you know it's one chance to give everything. Yeah. Maybe on Saturday we will we'll see a bit of rotation and again. I think you might rest yeah. Alexis. Yeah. You know, Ooh. I think one of uh, I do not mind it Kizou, yeah. one of Alexis. was all getting
1: absolutely. Well, we're running out of time because we spent far too much time talking about the bloke waving the coaches off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at, Ty,
3: Ty, at, at Manchester. Ty said goodbye. There's a there's a, there's there? a, there's a song there or something, isn't it? Ty good, said goodbye. So
1: we have to have finished with um, predictions. So we've got our West Ham at home on Saturday at three o'clock. And a rare treat. And Monaco, you're going. You're off. I'm off, off to Monaco. It's very sad you're time? not yeah. coming, boys. Oh, it's tragic. Yeah, it should be. But I've got, um, I've got the RTS awards that night. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Actually, yeah. What do you to. mean you don't know what you're going to well, do? I've got a bigger awards. Am I am supposed to go to? Are you yeah. presenting? I probably, are you no, I'm not presenting. I'm just. I was one of the judges and stuff. I'll probably uh, not go. I'll probably just, just abandon it. To be honest. Oh, yeah. you can uh, stream the game. I can't you wait. I can could stream. I could sit there watching it on my iPhone. Chaz, what is going to happen in West Ham at home, and then Monaco away, and then where's my pal? West
2: Ham five-one. Oh, to Arsenal! Great.
0: In case
1: anyone knows, yeah. Monaco
0: two one to Arsenal. Yeah, like it will. Um, Arsenal are going to win two nil against West Ham. West Ham are going to have a doggy display, but as uh, it will do, do his magic, and then it will be two nil nice. as, nice. as per usual. I like a specific prediction. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we are going to in ninety minutes. It will be three one to Arsenal. Oh, and Bowled. We'll see who wins The penalty shootout Hmm
2: I'm not sure i sure to get away with that Feeling sick with nerves
0: Yeah, yeah Okay well, Look I'm just, i know we're running out of time No that's but a good as, 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 Josh, as Josh said That That performance last night Will give the players Such an amazing But you saw the changing room selfies You saw Mertesacker mm. Doing his diddy little video To the fans That Players oh, yeah. will like we won buzz the bloody... off that yeah, we've so, won a cup already, yeah. so much. And I, I, I think we'll go hell for leather in Monaco. Yeah, these
3: selfies are getting a bit much. Yeah. They are, actually. I mean, you know, it's enough. Like maybe when you won the trophy, go for it. Um, <laughs> I also think we're going to win 2-0. And before last night, I really felt, you know, we'll go to Monaco and get one or draw. And I'm, I'm scared to feel like you. Maybe we can do it. But realistically, I'll say 1-1.
1: Yeah I think we're going to beat uh, West Ham I think we're going to beat West Ham 3-1 I think we're going to get the result Oh I see The wrong way around Yeah
3: this is my Cutting okay. prediction
1: well, And it's going to be, be An infuriating 2-0 Yeah We'll Monika. be a goal away from doing it yep. I <sighs> firmly believe But good on you For uh, going all the way
3: No we're looking for are you going well? Yeah I oh, Will's also going I'm, I'm
1: going. going
0: I'm trying to
1: have a, have a, oh we should say Brilliant to see um, Dermot Picking the ball Picking the balls. Dermot was amazing. what a great oh, draw He's done for us the podcast I asked the podcast Picked the, picked the draw Because Dermot of course Was a founding member Of this very, I mean he hasn't been on it For like two years But I yes. you know, feel he's essentially A founding member Of the podcast It was good but And a, what a draw he got And he's doing his
3: Dance on isn't
0: he Doing dance on Thursday 24 hours like on the red up. button I like catching up With members of the podcast Seeing what they're doing it's Exactly on, on,
1: they on Live on TV Pulling yeah, exactly. the balls Yeah Exactly it's good. I mean
0: bit, no, no, go on no. No, it's no, it's just, got Billy Lund's touring the Balkans at the moment. Oh yeah, thanks. He, he's been Billy. he's been quite quite ill. Yeah. So oh, well, well wish he's been, been, been all ill on tour and he's been getting through it. So oh good. Give, 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 give Billy a shout out. Oh okay. I don't Then I always play. Say hello to Billy. Okay, Anyway,
3: No, what a draw! Just on the final note, what a draw that is. I mean, let's not count our chickens, but my God, I'm counting. I'm definitely counting my chickens.
2: Do any of us wish we've got? A harder one, no, no, no I don't. No, no, let's no. Get to the final no. I want Liverpool, right. Liverpool final, the Liverpool final, Gerard, if, if, Gerard Gerard's final if we win the FA Cup with a Stephen Gerard on goal. I will resign as a football fan because nothing better can happen. <laughs> after that. Life. Well, you've heard it here, football.
1: you've heard it here. Chaz is going to resign as a football fan, he's never going to write <laughs> nasty articles about Lexus ever again. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Chaz. Thank thanks, you. Will. Thank you, thanks, Josh. And uh, we'll see you next week, probably back to Thursday, I think, next week. Yeah, cheers, Bye. bye.